Hi, Johan. Why don't you introduce yourself? So my name is Johan Samuel. I am a third generation industrialist who loves creating content and uh, sports. Those are my two biggest hobbies. And uh, a bit of music as well. I enjoy music when I pass my time. But yeah, that's like a quick, short introduction to me. He's quite uh, humble as well. A bit of music, he says. But I think if I'm not mistaken, you self-taught yourself how to play the guitar and the piano. Is that right? Yeah. Before the before the days of musician and apps that teach you how, correct? Ex uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen you play publicly. I've seen you play on stage. So yeah. take it from me. You do play well. And uh, I have to remind myself that you're not a standard musician who's gone to class and stuff like that. So, so I have a few questions for you. Um, I understand you're in something like the lighting, manufacturing, and retail of lighting business. Yes. Could you tell us, I mean, in case any of our listeners want to enter this niche industry, what would you give as advice? I'm in, I'm in the electrical, lighting, and manufacturing space. And if you actually look at how the industry started, it was individual passions of the generations before me. Electrical was a passion of my granddad, uh, my, which sort of led my dad towards lighting, which is an ex, sort of an extension of electrical, but not really electrical, not core electrical. So my dad sort of moved away from the core into something that he was more interested in. And eventually... Uh, got into manufacturing because that sort of sparked his interest. He, it was all a very by chance thing where somebody would say, I want this light and my dad would try to figure out how to make it. And it, it started off as something in the basement of our house where he would try to make lights. If I read between the lines there, you're basically saying what drove them into the industry was passion and interest. Yes. Uh, okay, so that's a that's a tip for listeners out there. <laughs> if you don't have passion or interest in what you're doing, stop it right now and find something that you have passion and interest for. Oh, uh, yeah. that is yeah, that is in the design and manufacturing phase. Or if you're starting a business, if like if you're like me, so that my dad had this. So they, he has very passionate about manufacturing and and sort of lighting and all of those things. For me, I'm more passionate about business. And so I came from an engineering when I went, but I went to do my master's. I had a few business courses and that really caught my attention. And so like for me, I might not approach the business in terms of the core manufacturing aspect, but I approach it as business and how to further it as a business. You might not be interested in a specific field, but uh, like if you're interested in marketing, it doesn't matter what you're marketing, you could market anything. And so uh, I think there should be some element of what you're doing that you're really passionate about. Fair enough. 
and uh, yeah i mean i've known you for some time so i know that you had a near life ending accident in your late teens right Early yeah 20s, i was about 7 yeah. 18 yeah i just about okay. got my license yeah so most people see the way i understand it it was a terrible accident you almost lost your life most people or many people at least completely give up on life after that but you went to the other extreme right you completely embraced life and you solidified your belief in god could yeah. you just tell us a little bit more about how that happened so it was a coming together of multiple events uh the crash was a big part of it uh another like uh my relationship with another person uh also influenced there were a multiple things that were going wrong in my life at that point in time and i think the crash was the most evident of uh events that i could see like that it was an event that didn't make sense cuz what i remember of the crash was my car sliding on the road at like i didn't have time to look at the speed but it was really fast completely out of control and this was in one of the main roads in madras right yeah one of the busiest main roads maybe yeah. but it it was at 1 am or 2 am some oh, okay. time past midnight uh but i was going down really fast and completely lost control of the car and my understanding of of just the laws of physics uh makes it makes no sense how the whole impact was on one tire my front left tire took the whole impact of a of a car just flying through the out of control and it literally what happened was it bounced off the pavement the car went mid air like it was shaking like i was in some washing machine and then landed about 100 feet or 150 feet away from the place that it, the impact had happened and i then like i was so i blocked i sort of blacked out just before impact woke up mid air blacked out again and sort of woke up just in time to pull the handbrake and hit the brakes to make sure i don't ra- run in, run into the like the median so i bounced off the pavement and was going towards the median uh and i remember just like i got out of the car and i puked because i was just shocked and then i remember look like if uh you'd seen the wreckage like in my mind getting out of the car i expected the car to be completely mangled uh but for anybody who had not seen what had happened and just visited the site afterwards you would see a punctured tire and a and a slightly dented uh, uh, exterior on the right that's about it you wouldn't say that it was heading towards the wall completely out of control uh wow i think i've got uh, deeper dents in my car just driving around in the city exactly exactly wow yeah. and so for me it was not it is not, i can't believe it's just coincidence uh that that happened too many things had to happen for me to stay alive there too and too many things that were out of my control 
uh it was nothing that i did it just happened and uh i i find it hard to write it down to luck or coincidence and so yeah like i said a lot of a series of other things even including my relationship i did have a supernatural encounter uh and so all of these things happened within a few months maybe i'd say about within two months and they all sort of led to a point where i started to reevaluate like my purpose uh it made uh it made no sense just uh the accident so many things didn't make sense in trying to make sense of all of it i sort of re completely reevaluated uh my purpose in life and uh and i think there's a verse in the bible says come to me all you who are heavy laden and i will give you rest uh and that was that was the verse that sort of i can clearly remember as a turning point in my life like the sermon on the mount and all of those things are mm-hmm. such powerful things that give you purpose in life and so i understand I, yeah i think that was when things changed for me yeah that was quite a roller coaster kind of to listen to thanks for sharing um it's interesting that you brought up uh, your faith because uh, i know you and i know you're quite uh, deep with your faith and your beliefs so here's a question what's a common myth or at least considered a common myth about the church specifically the church and what is your take on that uh i look at the church as uh as a body of believers uh and i i prescribe more to the concept that they say universal church i think the biggest for me the biggest myth and a lot of people tend to fall uh, or get trapped by this thought is that uh the church entirely is completely they are so different from each other like people try and tend to put too much emphasis on the difference between a pentecostal a baptist a catholic a methodist uh uh essentially our belief in christ is what makes us uh the church and uh yes there might be disagreements in some uh yeah that's maybe... actually that's actually a very interesting point no because uh jo there are people in history who kind of gone up against each other in arms right fighting and what not where both factions actually believed in the same god but they've just gone up and they wanted to fight and they wanted to murder and kill and war and what not yeah very interesting point yeah like for example i see sometimes people from the protestant side of uh christianity uh sometimes give too much flack to the catholic church not knowing the history that till the 15th century they were the only church that existed and so uh, true so true and so yeah they they hold a huge 
they held a huge responsibility and a huge part of what we enjoy today comes because of things the catholic church did through the 15th centuries after christ and so that is so true they actually kind of carried the torch of christianity for 15 centuries after christ walked this earth so yeah. hey without the catholic church we wouldn't be here today so exactly. that is definitely a fact and that's an interesting myth about church i have final four questions that i like to do on this uh, podcast so quickly i'm just going to ask you some really crazy questions you just tell me what the answers to that yeah what is your favorite word mercy mercy what are you not very good at keeping a straight face <laughs> he says that while smiling by the way um if you could have one superpower what would it be reading people's minds ooh that is something that i would wish for myself too actually if you were a type of food what type of food would you be dosa sambar <laughs> <laughs> well thank you johan it's been a pleasure having you with us and uh, all the best for life and your journey henceforth thanks dan